Uh, let's get into our first review. It is going to be for Magic Mike's The Last Dance. Um, in this movie, Channing Tatum is returning um, as Magic Mike himself. Um, yes, this, uh, this movie is directed by Steven Soderbergh, who directed the other two Magic Mike movies, Mag the first Magic Mike. No, he, he only directed the first one. Oh, he didn't direct XXL? Oh, okay. Yeah, XXL was... Uh, uh, yeah. He, oh, Magic Mike Gregory XXL, Soderbergh didn't come back. Okay, mm -hmm. Gregory yes. Jacobs did it. Okay, so he directed the first one, and he's directed this last one here, Steven Soderbergh. Um, <clears throat> so in this one, you see that um, it talks about uh, Channing Tatum's character, Mike, who is now bartending because after the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, he lost his furniture business. Um, you know, So now he's just kind of being a bartender. While he's bartending um, in Miami, he runs into this very, very rich woman uh, played by Selma Hayek. Um, and she hears that, you know, he used to be this incredible performer, um, when, you know, uh, a friend of hers told her after he gets spotted at a party that, you know, they used to be this incredible mm. performer, dancer. Yeah. Who, and yeah, who, uh, yeah, for all of you, they flash back to it in the scene and it was, uh, the girl who was at the sorority party that him and Alex Pettifer strip at in the first magic Mike, And they actually got that same actress back. Yeah, so a throwback. They do a little bit of callback there if you're a fan mm -hmm. of the Magic Mike franchise here. Um, and he performs a dance so good, so perfect, so amazing, <laughs> so fantastic that she just, it changes her whole worldview. She just, uh, hell yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, she, her whole life is just changed forever. She was like, I, 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 I must, I must fly you out to me. Uh, with me to london <laughs> and you are gonna produce and direct this play with me um and it's gonna, gonna be a whole new vision um and that's basically the premise of this new magic mike movie here um he gets himself a sugar mama and in, in selma hayek <laughs> that's uh, the entire thing i was thinking of in the first act of this <laughs> i mean it, it's and when you see i which, mean it, um which yeah which the scene the initial dance I'll say it straight up. That's hot. Uh, um, oh, yeah. it, it, it is legit one of like the hottest scenes in all three movies. Like, even, like <laughs> I'll, I'll sit down like, damn. I was like, get a little warm. The <laughs> yeah. yeah. I felt the floor of my theater get a little wet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I saw it. I mean, it was with mostly, a, I think probably mostly a female audience and they were going crazy. I mean, anytime Channing Tatum, he was dancing, they were going crazy. Anytime there was like, you know, other men were dancing in the movie, they were going crazy. There was one woman who's clapping every time there was a performance in this movie, clapping, just clapping, black, clapping, clapping. Um, she was black? talking back to the screen. You know what I mean? Was she was I could have swore I saw dollar bills flying during my screening. Yeah. Um, Josh, was this woman black? Just, just, just. I, Joshua, was this woman you? <laughs> Um, I don't, th I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think she was black. I don't think so. <laughs> that seems, seems like you're dodging a little bit. There. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know. I, I live in Austin, so there ain't many black people here. So I'm. <laughs> I mean, they've got a couple. <laughs> you know, um, and yeah, I mean, so a lot of women they were going crazy for this movie for sure. Um, so that's amazing. I, 
you know, so I don't know if this was like this also through the other theater experiences. I never saw the other Magic Mike movies in theaters. Um, I had never seen any of the Magic Mike movies previously before. This one, I did go back and and watch the other two uh, after I saw Last Dance um, just to, you know, see, you know, what these other movies were like. And I like them. I, I like the first Magic Mike. I like the Road Trip one. I think yeah. they're, you know, they're fun movies. Um, and, and they're good kind of like working class movies i mean you know chan tame as this guy as this mike guy you know he's just trying to make it you know he's trying to you see him in the first movie um there's nick mentioned uh, when we we're talking about the movie beforehand very much like a you know boogie yeah. nights type you yeah. know film yeah, yeah. magic magic mike it it's kind of like boogie nights but in another sense it's a gender swaps showgirl mm. yeah yeah um, and and so much of that is uh, is inspired by uh, Tatum's own life as a as a male male entertainer, where in that film the role of young uh, young C. Tate was essentially Alex Pettifer, and mm-hmm. a lot of the film was him him was reflecting on how kind of a fucking punk he was when he was a stripper, and how much he wished he had a mentor like uh, like his character in the film. Hmm. Yeah um so yeah so she in in this kind of new movie you see him like i said she takes him to london pays him for his time it's like you know i got this vision and he ends up you know directing this play mm-hmm. um and creating this whole new vision from this play and you know it's like this stuffy kind of british play mm-hmm. and they're like we're gonna completely redo it make something original make something new you know what i mean inspired by you know your dance that you did for me mm-hmm. and he finds yeah, and they start and recruiting all these they other do? Strip show. They essentially uh, create Magic Mike Live, which was a real was a real uh, stage show that ran for a couple years. And from my understanding, they actually got a lot of the dancers from Magic Mike Live to be in this film. Oh, okay. Oh, really nice. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I mean, I'll just throw out there. Um, I love Shannon Tatum. He's like, mm-hmm. like, it, I, he's on my man crush list. It's like, okay, <laughs> like if I got if I got a chance to interview him, I'd be like, "You're so great, in White House down and side effects." Sorry, one <laughs> um, I, I I fucking love the dude, but um, but these movies have been such a shocking good time, mm-hmm. and that first Magic Mike is like a is a fucking tragedy the way that shit ends. <laughs> like it's so sad when you get to the end of it. It's like, god damn. But you know, Magic Mike XXL is way more of a you know. It's more on the yeah, it, if, side. Yeah, yeah. If if the first Magic Mike is a cautionary tale about this lifestyle, XXL is a fun road trip movie with the boys, and that yeah. film is entirely carried on the chemistry of all uh, all four of the kings of Tampa. Or sorry, it's uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all four of the kings of Tampa, as they've uh, affectionately been called throughout the film. And something that I was kind of worried about uh, walking into Last Dance was that they weren't coming back for it. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah, which they do show up in a little bit of a cameo here that you kind of mm-hmm. see, and they do kind of show up. Which uh, is fun. It's a yeah. fun hey. cameo, too. Yeah. Kevin Nash, big sexy still. Yeah. <laughs> still getting it. Yeah. Like, big Diesel. Yeah, big old Diesel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
so I, I will say uh, about this movie, things that I like, um, Chan Tatum as Mike Lane, seeing him in kind of this new environment, mm-hmm. you know, London and everything like that. Uh, because like I said, you, he just is a kind of regular working class guy, you know what I mean? He's just kind of wowed by a lot of this stuff. He's like, oh, I'm on a private jet and I'm going here, you know what I mean? And, and doing all these kind of great things. And then all of a sudden getting thrusted in this position of like all of a sudden being directed to plays like, mm-hmm. I've never done this in my entire life yeah, before. Like, what the yeah, hell, it, you know? Yeah, it, it's kind of uh, kind of of putting this uh, character we know from these last two films in this new situation, but it's always kind of like there were shades of this guy before because yeah. this is like the first time. Even in uh, XXL, I think they mentioned that uh, that Mike was kind of more of the dancer out of all of the uh, all the other uh, kings of Tampa where he had kind of this more uh, creative spirit about him from uh, compared to the rest of them, because they imply heavily that a lot of the routine, they were Dallas's idea, who was played by Matthew McConaughey in the first film. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and here you get to see uh, 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 Chang Tatum as uh, Mike really flourish in that new kind of creative direction. Yeah. Um, and it, it's really good to see, and they start like recruiting all these different, you know, dancers all across London who have all these different type of styles and and, mm-hmm. and art, and and it really talks about dance and the power of dance and dance being this powerful art form. And you have like this narrator who uh, the narrator all in the, the film and all the and all the auditions and encompass giving Salma Hayek a lap dance. It was oh. just me and my seat in my theater. I was doing that. Should have been me, not them. <laughs> So you guys are underselling this right now. Like this is, this is, like, this is the Avengers of stripping. That's exactly what. This, <laughs> like, 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 she, like she, Magic Mike and Max. I'll call. Her, I'll just call her Max. They go on a global recruiting tour to get the sexiest dancers in the world to make women wet. That's the. That's yeah. the. Movie. Like, like, Pretty much. Yeah. Just boils down the brass tacks. But you know what? Though? That, that's what I love about this movie is that this actually gets into female desire mm-hmm. more than than either of the first two do in the sense of actually choosing someone and making them your focus because let's make it clear like when mike gives her when mike gives max that lap dance which again mm-hmm. hot um but when he, yeah, when he it's it's, the, it's their love scene before their actual love scene it, exactly and and once that happens and you see that he actually does give a shit about her and mm-hmm. So so okay, they're gonna sound you, you know it, it's me. I don't care. It, mm-hmm. It's 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 kind of like how if and, and ask your female friends about this, they'll tell you how they'll be surprised if a guy actually asked them to dance <laughs> instead of just going up behind them and grinding up on them. Mm-hmm. Salma Hayek is that girl in the club because she's so used to her husband treating her like shit that when Mike shows her even just like a little the, bit of kindness, just amount of decency. <laughs> yeah. That, that she's like, oh my god, I love this dude. But the, the thing about it is that they have a really fun back and forth. There's this one scene in, um, in like, um, not not a cab, but in their lim- her limo, where she blue balls him so bad that I was, I was hurting. I was like, oh, that fucking sucks, dude. But it's one of those things where you, like, like the way it kind of happens, she's, she's been drinking a little bit, so he doesn't want to, like, take advantage of her, which, yeah. good, good. Take note yep. of that, and 
And then she gets pissed off at him because she doesn't want he doesn't like he wants to fuck her, but he doesn't want to fuck her in that state. Mm-hmm. And then she gets mad. And he right he rightfully says, like, no, I'm trying to do like the right thing. And she's being so mean to him about it. And he's just like <laughs> he's like, fuck, I just kinda have to sit here and, mm-hmm. and take this shit. And that and, and, and the scene and the scene and the thing about that scene is after that argument finishes, it lingers on that so you can just do in that uncomfortableness of that situation which good this is why you get a director like Soderbergh who a is a maestro at directing actors and one of our great working directors and you and he elevates what is essentially a fluff film uh with both this and the first magic Mike, and makes them so much better than they have any right to be yeah yeah it's it's crazy because the, the the chemistry between Shadem and uh, Tatum and uh, Hayek is 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 fucking amazing. Like yeah. they they have such great chemistry from jump. And the more the film goes on, the more you find yourself mm-hmm. like rooting for him. Um, yeah, and yeah, and so <laughs> much um, that it kind of forget you kind of forget watching the film how transactional their relationship initially started yes because they have this so much of this creative back and forth that they actually develop this genuine uh, heartfelt connection between the two of them yeah yeah it th- there's there's this point where she flat out goes like this is just business there won't be any like fucking and he goes like well, okay, could there be like a little fucking? <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, no, that that'd be me. I'd be like, come on, like, yeah, take that off the table. Not even a little. Um, like my biggest gripe against this movie mm-hmm. is that the new dancers that are introduced, mm-hmm. they're basically NPCs. Like mm-hmm. they really don't get any personality or we yeah, don't that, get really any time to yeah, to that's, spin with them. Yeah, that's one of my complaints too because. Yeah. Um, yeah, because so much of what made uh, made uh, the first Magic Mike and especially uh, XXL was the dynamic between the other dancers in the film. Was the dynamic between Adam Rodriguez, Matt Bomber, Joe Manganiello, and Kevin Nash. That they are basically what made the, uh, the second film, especially uh, the introduction of uh, both Donald Glover and uh, uh, Steven uh, Twitch Boss, who uh, rests in power, dude. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then to go from that to have a lot and just not give them any real dialogue, which is yeah. kind of a shame, except when they start dancing and you kind of forget a lot of that. Yeah. So so this is also like Iron Man 3 for Channing Tatum because <laughs> he doesn't dance a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. But, the, but when he does dance, it's fucking amazing. Like, like... I thought those step up movies were like such trash. Like they're mm-hmm. such trash. It's just like, oh look, we're white, but we can be hood. Waka waka. I, I fucking hate those step up movies. They're so goddamn dumb. Anyways, but 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 the first one, it felt like the the one with C Tates. It actually felt like it came from a mm-hmm. an intended earnest place, which I can at least respect that as opposed to someone just making a piece of shit, you know, and there being nothing behind it, like hey. like the second one. Uh, hey, I. Hey, I agree with you on the second one, but I love Step Up 3D. Okay, I never saw it in 3D. I heard it was fun for the 3D, but I, I but I digress. Um, but the the scenes that Chatham does dance in, mm-hmm. he's so great in those, and mm-hmm. 
he gets a little more I don't want to say more dramatically, but he does get some stuff with Hayek because Tom Hayek is one of the best actresses we have working. Like mm-hmm. I, I know people give Eternal shit. She's probably the best thing about Eternals. Like mm-hmm. she she's great in that fucking movie. And then um you know, like and she's a great voice actress with Katie Softballs. Like she's she's really a great actress who just happens yeah, to be as she, fine as she yeah, is. She is a phenomenal actress that could have easily fallen just into that sex symbol category just yes. off of Desperado. And she is one of our great working actors. And she, she is, really is so much screen presence as a as Max in this film. And the more you learn about her, the more depth is given to her, especially when she's able to bounce off Channing Tatum and even uh, uh, Jamelia George, who plays uh, her adopted daughter in this. And one of my favorite dynamics was uh, uh, Victor, who's kind of her uh, chauffeur slash manservant, Alfred, who's played by uh, Ayub Khan Dean. Yeah. Yeah, he crushed, he, he crushed it. There's this great line where uh, Mike just flat out asked him, like, you'd be working for a husband, why are you working for him? And without missing a beat, he goes, she has bigger balls. And I just went, oh, oh, Victor, you're great. Like, Victor's Victor's hilarious, and there are just those moments where you can tell he's taking some genuine glee and just fucking with Mike. Um, <laughs> and one of my favorite lines is uh, Sama Hayek's daughter is like, yeah, if he acts like he hates you, then he just hates you. If he acts like he likes you, then he fucking hates you. Yeah. <laughs> Not helpful at all. Yeah, it's... And, and, and it's one of those things that it makes the eventual... Uh, both of them kind of coming around to Mike and makes it that much more satisfying. True. And, and I, I will say the... Um, I can't... I, I, I You'll have to let me know if you guys have it, but... The uh, the actress who plays like the main, uh, the female oh, lead yeah, in the play. female lead in the play, uh, Julietta. Ooh, oh my god! A, that, that... So, a sub girl. B, yeah, sub girl. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> B, B. That woman. She she is basically the avatar for for this this uh take on uh on this film where it is giving very much the the female desire. And she is a goddamn delight every time she's on screen. She essentially takes over the Matthew McConaughey MC role. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and uh, she crushes, and crushes it. She's she's sexy as hell too. Oh my god, she is fine. But yeah. she but she has a screen presence about her that I I go. I hope I see you more stuff. Like like yeah. she really carried herself in a way that I was uh, impressed. Um, it's not the best of the three or anything. Mm-hmm. Like it, like it has its flaws, but yeah, it, it's a lot yeah, of fun though. Yeah, and what would you give it as your uh, as your final rate, Hunter? Probably solid tune in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid tune in, like yeah. Because I saw this on a Friday. <laughs> I saw mm-hmm. this on Friday at noon. <laughs> they were like. <laughs> 12 people total in the theater. So it was like eight, like 10. So actually, you know, real, real quick story. So um, I'm sitting in the theater. Mm-hmm. So it was like eight, like 10 women. And then this woman uh, about my age comes in for dad. And uh, he's in a wheelchair. So they go over to the handicapable section and they sit down. They're like starting to eat their popcorn. And he goes, 
and they show a trailer for one of those like Christian play movies, like mm. those Fandango events. It's like called The Thorns. So it's about the crucifixion, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they show that, and, and, he, and at my volume of voice, he goes, "Honey," she goes, "Yeah," and he goes, "Is it my bedtime?" And she was <laughs> like, "And she was like, no." And he goes, without missing the beat, then why did they just show me a commercial for a fucking fairy tale? And I was, <laughs> I was mid-sip of my Slurpee, Nick. I was laughing for five minutes. I legit spit it up because it caught me so off guard. And I was crying. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, dude. And I just look his direction and his daughter just looks mortified. And he, it, oh man, I, I wish you knew the guy's name. Like, I don't, like uh, whoever you are, sir, uh, God bless I, you. I would have gotten out of my seat and given that man a hug as dessert. Right. Come here, old man. Mm. Yeah, I, I, that's, I, I was too high. That's on me. But whoever that guy is, <laughs> sir, God bless you. That was, I needed that laugh in that moment. So thanks. For that. Mm. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, with the with the movie here. So um, yeah. So I I liked it. Um, thought it was pretty good. Thought of the the change of pace here. Them being in London, I thought was really good. The chemistry between Sam Hayek and Channing Tatum is really amazing. Um, it's funny that mm-hmm. some people were having the discussion about, you know, after like the Pin Badgley thing of him saying that he doesn't want to have uh, any sex scenes anymore. And you and some people talked about the importance of romance and sex and you know mm-hmm. uh, intimacy in movies and in shows of like how much of that is needed and you know and and, and sometimes it does feel forced and everything. Here it feel like you do feel a ge- very genuine connection between the two of them, mm-hmm. um and 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 romance and love here and I think that yeah, is it, really good. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It it reminds me a lot of uh, a t- when I was. Uh, taking a couple film classes in college it's about there's more than one way to show like sex and intimacy between two characters in a film it, you can do it explicitly where it is a sex scene between two characters and even to a certain extent the lap dance scene in this film which oof, the vapors but uh, <laughs> you also get just the scenes of them talking and commiserating about this play that they want to make and to me, those are so much more intimate than anything that is shown explicitly. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of stuff they do, and then the narration—they have narration in this movie. Um, typically, I'm you know, it depends on how you do it. And here, I think it works really well. I mean, a lot of the narration when it talks about uh, connection, it talks about community, it talks mm-hmm. about really the art of dance and the and the and the the artistry that is with that um and it gets into a lot of those things and i thought that was really great when it when it did a lot of that with the narration there um and you do see i think you know when they do these performances they are really good i mean when it you know especially when it's the big finale the big performance it's a very entertaining performance you see why a lot of people would be into this uh type of thing uh and you know as hunter mentioned before getting into a lot of you know you know what women want you know their desires their passion their love um you know and and what makes them happy and delving into a little bit of those things i think that that was also kind of very good um like i said mostly i mean you know it's valentine's day coming up you know probably a great movie to go see on valentine's day most of my audience was mostly women there they seem to be having a great time um and you know like you know so they were having a lot of fun like i said cheering clapping throughout everything like that um you know the emotional moments worked those beats were perfect for the movie um 
yeah, I mean, is it the best out of these, out of the three movies? Uh, I don't know. I think I, maybe I like it better than two. I think I, I like it better maybe than XXL. I think I think it has a better more better wrap up, better finale yeah. there. Yeah. I, um. Yeah. Well, yeah, but what would you give it? What would uh, you give uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance? Um. So I would give it. Um. For me, I think I would give it a tune in. For me, uh, Magic okay. Mike's okay. Last Dance. Good. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, for me, this is a f- trilogy of films that I was not looking forward to. And then when I finally sat down and watched the first film, I was shocked by how entertaining it was, how much it was a much darker story than I was anticipating, how it much it played into that kind of cautionary tale about uh, about this world. And then you get to something like XXL, which leans so much more into just the fun, just having the good time. And it's so entertaining because it plays so well with the chemistry of the of the Kings of Tampa. And also that scene of Joe Manganiello in the gas station. It's it's, it's fucking cin- it's cinema. It is. It truly is. <laughs> it's cinema. <clears throat> and then you get this this fi- this uh, third film where you have where you're basically uh taking the focus away from the stripper side to an extent and focusing more on on dance as an art form and what that uh what that can do and how uh humans relate through dance and then you introduce this relationship dynamic which is finally this franchise figuring out how to have a convincing and solid relationship in one of these films because as much as i like that first film cody horn is a guy anchor in that film sinking it to the bottom of the ocean out steven soderbergh is a maestro when it comes to directing actors but even he worker yeah and even amber heard shows up as kind of a flirt in the second one but there's nothing really for her to do there and here you get actual chemistry with uh both channy tatum and salma hayek which i just saw this on twitter and it reminded me that this is the second movie in a row where Channing Tatum has been paired with a woman that's like more than 15 years older than him, which respect. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Respect. (laughs) And just having all of that intimacy and the development of this dynamic between the two of them, it's makes this, I don't know if this is the best film in the three in between the three match Mike movies, but this might be my favorite one. This might be the one I've had the most fun watching. Three of them, and that I gotta give this tune in. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, three tune ins for Magic Mike's The Last Dance. There, 